In this bulletin, the Prime Minister hails talks with China's president a success, despite the nation's differences. The Kremlin condemns a UN resolution demanding Russia pay reparations for the war in Ukraine. And in football, the Matildas look towards a promising 2023 World Cup as they win their last game of the year. For the latest SBS News, I'm Hannah Kwan. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese says the formal talks held with Chinese President Xi Jinping on the sidelines of the G20 summit were a success. It's been six years since a meeting was held between an Australian Prime Minister and China's President. Mr Albanese says he's confident that work can be done to overcome the challenges in the bilateral relationship. Today I think both countries took uh, an important step to moving forward. There are many steps, of course, that we are yet to take and where I have said consistently uh, since before I became Prime Minister, we'll cooperate where we can, disagree where we must and act in the national interest. China's trade sanctions against Australia were raised by Prime Minister Anthony Albanese during the talks. Mr Albanese said he spoke about various points of difference with China, including the war in Ukraine, human rights concerns in Xinjiang and the detention of Australian Cheng Lei and Yang Henjung in China. The Prime Minister says he also urged restraint on the treatment of Taiwan, calling for China to step away from threats of conflict. Russia's President Vladimir Putin has condemned a UN resolution calling for Moscow to pay reparations for its war on Ukraine. Kremlin spokesperson Dmitry Peskov criticised the United Nations General Assembly's approval of the resolution, saying the West is violating rules of private property and international law. Naturally, those who organised this are trying to finish the process of plundering our gold and foreign exchange reserves, which have been frozen absolutely illegally. It is a formalising of that robbery using the United Nations. This decision is not legally binding and we will consider it as such. He added that Russia was not ready or willing to hold talks with Ukraine and will continue its military operation. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky has made a plea to leaders at the G20 summit to end the war in his country. In his address to the gathering, the president urged now is the time to stop Russia's war on Ukraine. We will not allow Russia to wait it out, build up its forces and then start a new series of terror and global destabilisation. I am convinced now is the time when the Russian destructive war must and can be stopped. President Zelensky added that it was an urgent necessity that Russian troops withdraw forces from the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant to prevent any nuclear disasters. The second Australian has died after a crowd crush at a Halloween event in South Korea's capital last month. The Department of Foreign Affairs and Trade has confirmed the woman died in hospital two weeks after suffering severe injuries in the Itaewon stampede. 23-year-old Sydney filmmaker Grace Rashed also died days after the crush. The death toll now stands at 156 people. 
A new campaign is calling for an end to ongoing discrimination against the LGBTIQ plus community in Australia, five years on from the legalising of same-sex marriage. The Yes, What's Next campaign, fronted by Olympic champion Ian Thorpe, is calling for an end to damaging conversion practices and discrimination against LGBTIQ plus students and staff in religious schools. It's also calling for full equality for trans and gender diverse people and an inclusion of LGBTQI plus people in the census. Swimming champion Ian Thorpe says same-sex marriage was only the start of the community's fight for equality. That experience saw the support of most Australians supporting us. For the people that we love, the people that we are in love with, uh, to all come together so that we could be equal in this country. Unfortunately, it was only a, a starting point. So continue to this day, there is still discrimination that people of the LGBTQ plus community face. Turning to sport and in football, the Matildas have defeated Thailand 2-0 to finish the year on the longest winning streak of Tony Gustafsson's coaching tenure. Australia finished the match in the New South Wales city of Gosford with 31 shots at goal to Thailand's five and needed 14 to finally break the deadlock. Gustafsson says the result will add to the preparations for next year's World Cup on home soil. There's two reasons why it's good. One is obviously confidence, like internally, individual players and the team feel confident and believe in what we're doing. The belief was there before, but wins gives you more confidence. And the other thing is momentum. I think it's important to understand we're going into this World Cup together. Everyone in this room, the fans, like look at tonight as well, like we're doing this together. And I think the wins create that momentum and, and we need everyone around us to believe in this team and carry this team, team through. And that is the latest SBS News. I'm Hannah Kwon.